Let's go to political analyst, independent political analyst, Nick Borain this evening. I mean, the, the budget is about politics almost more than it is about money. What are the political signals that you're getting out of budget 2024, Nick Borain? And good evening to your listeners. And I suppose that most obvious and important point is, as we expected anyway, as I expected, uh, the budget didn't make compromises with the ANC's imperative to get within shooting distance of the 50% and be able to form the the next government with a partner that uh, uh, they're comfortable with. Um, so it didn't uh, it didn't make the obvious popular spending moves. Um, and if any, uh, look, obviously that was made possible by um, the Jeff Vectra, uh, um and that wasn't obvious uh, to, I suppose, the general consumer of the budget. Uh, but it also, importantly, in my view, laid the grounds for uh, Operation Volendlela doubling down uh, through concession of rails, through cutting and imposing conditions of, 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 uh, uh, on Transnet and ESCOM, um, as Operation Volendlela has insisted upon. Operation Volendlela is the kind of reduction of public sector investment spending and making way and deregulating and allowing um, um, private investment into all those network industries, logistics, power, etc. And that would be, in, in, in my understanding, uh, Cyril Ramaphosa's priority if, uh, when, if or when he gets a second term and able to focus on that without uh, the, the kind of distractions and attacks from either the left or Kasatu or, or, or the MK kind of party and those elements within the ANC. I mean, we can speculate, of course, about percentages and who's going to be doing what and who's going to do what to whom and everything else about it, but I'll leave that to other shows to do. Uh, the, the biggest problem, of course, the ANC has got here is that uh, the cupboard is bare and there are no more rabbits and no more hats. Today possibly was the last rabbit out of the last remaining hat, which was borrowing from the, from the National Reserves. Uh, you, you nail it. I, mean, I, I did see, see your tweet, and I thought it was a brilliant summary. So quick, um, and yeah, that is that is uh, the risk that they have taken, and there are going to be um, um, funds in the world who, who own our, uh, our government debt and other other, other czar-based assets who are not going to be happy with uh, that as the solution. Will probably not be happy. Uh, that it was announced without a very clear view of how sterilization would happen and whether it would be a permanent uh, uh, pot to dip into, the kinds of things that they have been worried about when I've spoken to them over the last several months. Uh, so, yeah, there's no more hats. It's, we make it here or we don't make it anywhere. Thank you, Nick Borain, very much indeed. Independent political analyst Nick Borain tonight on The Money Show. Now to the chief executive of Business Leadership South Africa, the often outspoken Busi Mavuso. Um, it was interesting to my mind, Busi, to see 1.4 billion rand of additional money being made available for NHI. This isn't the big sort of um, budget spending thing that perhaps many in government would have hoped to see. 
Right? I mean, really, how irresponsible can you be, Bruce, when you know very well that we are in this tough economic climate? Now, you allocate $1.4 billion to the National Insurance Plan, which uh, you are supposedly, you know, going to utilize it to prepare the structures for its establishment. But we know very well that the Minister of Health said that they need 200 billion rands, not 1.4. 200 billion rands to be able to make the current system eligible to receive the NHI. Now, 1.4 billion rands is not even a 1%, you know, of it. So this is really money that could have been and should have been spent elsewhere because the spending uh, on this, you know, as the minister knows very well, you know, will never be implemented. You're spending on something that is never going to be implemented. It's not a smart move. It's not a smart move. And I think it really could have been spent somewhere else. Now, this bill is unworkable. The president is insisting that they are going to sign this thing into law. It's a stupid move. We have said that over and over again. There is no capacity to actually uh, implement this thing. There is no funding to implement, uh, to actually put into this thing. And it's going to be embroiled in litigation on several front, including its constitutionality. Now, you are going to be putting money into something that you know very well will never material. And Bruce never is a long time, but I'm saying will never be implemented. So what is the point? You know, is it signaling? You know, is it electioneering? Is it what exactly is it? Because then this is money that could have been, uh, I mean, take this 1.4 billion, paint the hospital walls, you know, buy more beds, buy equipment for the hospitals, do something as, you know, put it in the debt servicing cost. You know, the debt service costs now are actually going to amount to more than 20% of our revenues. Put it somewhere where it would matter. Because you're throwing, number one, this thing is not going to even create a debt, you know, in this hospital system, because then you're putting place structures for a system that will never come into place and for a system that you're not going to use, you know, for a while and you'll never use because it will never come into place. Now, what exactly is the point? Mm. I really thought that was well, really um, dumb. Mm. Uh, Let's move optimistic. beyond Let's move beyond NHI. Broadly speaking, any any big concerns in the budget? Um, the fiscal side is definitely a concern. You know, uh, we are in trouble. Through 75% debt to GDP. We haven't been here since 1947, according to some of the reports. The budget deficit has worsened to 4.9. You know, uh, it shows how corporates are really sitting under a lot of pressure at the moment with the tax revenue collection having declined. It shows, you know, the reality of the pressures of ESCOM and Transnet and the broader network industries that are not functioning as they should. The growth of 0.6% when the population is growing at 1.6% should be a cause for concern for all of us. And we just had to go and deep into the gold and foreign exchange contingency reserve account. This is not money to be bailing a country out. We are now on a serious slippery slope as a country. I know our backs are against the wall. We don't have a lot of options. But, you know, once you open this, you know, how long is this piece of string? You know, how are we going to continue to kick this can down the road? You know, even when we say we are going to put strict and credible conditions to make it clear that the function of these reserves is to protect the country from international crisis. And maintain its credibility in the international financial system. But are we going to be able to do that? I worry about that. So we're going to be throwing down the 150 billion rands, and I hope we understand that is not a free money pot for government bailouts. And that point is very, very important. Busi Mavusa, thank you, the Chief Executive at Business Leadership, South Africa.